Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed will stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 16, The Third Piece. Hello and welcome back to Stay Buried. This is uh, Newton Holt, my podcast. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, just staying in I, as the intro. <laughs> when I have the headphones on, I get like really self-conscious. I wear, I wear them to like check sound and stuff. But when I put them on, I just start thinking about my own voice and it just gets weird. This is Newton Holt. <laughs> my podcast <laughs> hello welcome back to stay buried my name is newton holt this is a podcast where you know at this point we're, we're reading a book um it's a bad book i wrote it when i was 11 so i'm joined by uh, my get my friends uh go ahead and introduce yourselves <laughs> my guest friends my i i you know who it is <laughs> no it's nick you might not actually um <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. There, there's this is a lag here because I'm sitting in a different position, but I still want to introduce myself second. New just says a weird tone for the introductions. <laughs> <laughs> we need a better tone. One of you should introduce it next time. That's a no, no. no, no we're we'll not changing a thing. This, <laughs> this is what they've come to expect at this point, right? I mean, uh, I'm Zach. It's your boy Kevin. This is Eli, and uh, this episode is sponsored by Zach's Calves. So. Uh, <laughs> They didn't provide any money for the recording of this, but they just really keep me going, you know? Provide us joy. <laughs> if Nixie Grandma is out there listening, like, <laughs> if there's some stellar calves here. You got to see them. I'm telling you, Nana. Nana. What's, your, what's your name? Like, her first name? Irene. 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 Was Grandma. Oh, yeah, I love is. you, Grandma. My, my, my grandma's Joyce. Oh, that's Ruth. Ruth. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Oh. Well, but Wilva. Thanks for and, listening, uh, Irene. Wait, you say Wilva? Wilva. Wow. So wait, names: back Irene, then. Joyce, Wilva, Ruth, Ruth, and Mary Jane. Oh, like your mom. Those are grandma names. Those are grandma <laughs> names. Yeah. Wow. And Valerie. Valerie is my. I feel like I should. You know, it's not fair yeah, to yeah, only one grandma. Yeah. Valerie. Yeah. That's true. Cheryl's the other one, but she hasn't discovered it yet. Welcome to Stay Married. We talk about grandparents. Enough about our grandmas. We can't start talking about the other pair. Speaking about Stay Buried. Oh, really? No way. Lost in all the... My great-grandfather, his name is Slaughter. Say that again. My great-grandfather's first name was Slaughter. I knew that. I just wanted to make sure... Slaughter Holt. I keep trying to tell Mackenzie that when we have kids, I want to... Like I want to pass on the family name, and she's like, "It's not. It doesn't. You can't just do that." I'm like, "It's a family <laughs> you name. You can put it, it as a middle name. It'll make himself matter anyway, right?" I mean, just Jeff Slaughter Holt. <laughs> I think Jeff would appreciate it, right? And 
He'd probably just go by Slaughter because it's a lot cooler than Jeff. Slaw for short. Slaw. <laughs> That's like his like football right, nickname, yeah. Coleslaw. I mean, if he Cole does any Slaughter Holt. Time, yeah. Cole Slaughter <laughs> It's the worst wrestler name ever. <laughs> it's Cole Slaughter. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, onward and here we here we go. <laughs> That's the phrase. Onward and upward, I think, is the phrase. I, I yeah. keep messing it up. Um, chapter 16, the third piece. Joe saw it. He saw the castle grow in the distance as he got closer and closer until it was no longer in the distance. It looked like the standardized fairy princess castle, yet it was perfectly transparent. Three figures loomed behind him. He turned to see Watcher, Sarah, and Jagger looking at him slightly. Other than that, they were looking at the giant castle behind him. Beautiful, said Sarah. Joe looked behind him, unaware what exactly she was talking about. Yeah, said Watcher. It was originally formed by Cockrell's men three hundred years ago. Suddenly, a snowflake that had been flurrying above them melted and dropped on Jagger's beak. Oh, now, said he. What? asked Joe and Sarah in unison. The burning day, he said, is a day once a year that reduces our frost lands to a puddle. It is due to an energy spike that comes from a deep chasm in Outlands. We call the spike the Eternal Flame. Joe nodded. Is that today? Solemnly, Jagger nodded. Will that hurt us? Jagger looked at him. Us? No. You? Yes. What is, wor- what is worse, the titans, which are bound in the bottom of the chasm, are released once a year on the burning day. Oh, this day gets better and better. Joe clenched his fists. He gave a dry look and an evil eyes. Why? Sarah and Joe were in a particularly bad mood. <laughs> okay, so what a, what a mood shift from the last <laughs> chapter. Wow. So... They're in these this frozen tundra, and they made this transparent castle 300 years ago <laughs> out of ice, and then once a year, it all melts. And then it refreezes. And the, and the titans are released. <laughs> in Outlands, which is not capitalized, it's just Outlands. I think it's Our Lands. Is that what it's Our Lands are reduced to a puddle. No, no, the, ca- the energy spike comes from a deep chasm in Outlands. In our, la- in our lands, I think. Entire lands. In his defense, I don't know if we really saw that many typos at all in the last chapter. In yeah. This chap- I mean, I think your proofreading got better as it went on. Well, <laughs> I mean, he gave a dry look and an evil eyes. Just take the compliment. Take the compliment. Don't try to kill yourself more. <laughs> <laughs> what are the what are the odds? They show up and it's the, the one day that's the burning day. Ah <laughs> oh, crap! Oh man, we have, what was that? Oh man, we can cut this. But what was that alliteration that we read way long ago? Watcher <laughs> watched the wistful winter <laughs> woes or walk as he with deep wakening woes or something like that. I guess it was really a typo. But <laughs> that was good. No, that was a decision. <laughs> that was a decision. <laughs> All right, so Sarah and Joe are walking in, and they're in bad moods, particularly as they go into this fight. Yeah, probably because everything's about to melt and Titans are going to be released from the core of the Earth. (laughs) Have Titans ever been mentioned before this? New thing, okay. Yeah, 
What's well, worse, Titans yeah, are release right? once a year. <laughs> right, like it wasn't bad enough for you to make it, so everything's gonna melt. Now there's now the Titans, Titans are coming. Swim up from the uh, Jagger is like, I should have thought about this. <laughs> <laughs> if it's, it seems like in a tundra, there probably aren't that many significant events that happen <laughs> annually. Burning this Day is, probably be one of them. Yeah, Burning <laughs> the Burning Day with the eternal flame scorches the land <laughs> would probably be one of them. Ah oh, man, I forgot what the one red X on my calendar was for. <laughs> Cockrell saw the humans barge into his throne room, armed and ready to kill. They had mad looks in their faces and a glint in their eyes that said they were ready to kill. <laughs> I was wondering how he knew. <laughs> The least you could do is knock, he sighed as he slid off his throne of ice and onto the steps in front of him. Joe strode up and said, We demand the peace of Sealther, Cockrell. The forgotten cocked an eyebrow. Oh, and how do you know my name, child? Another figure strode into the door. Watcher, Cocker swore through gritted teeth. He traced his scar with a flipper, then formed his body into Watcher's form. Cockerel. He replied. He drew a sword. The figures stood, glaring at each other. Jagger strutted forward, drawing his own sword, and Sarah followed suit. Where did they get these swords? <laughs> I don't remember. When did, when did Joe get a sword? Joe got a sword. Would pacifist Sarah ever wield a sword? Obviously. How does a penguin draw a sword anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Asking the real questions here. <laughs> He just shapes like a hand comes out of the flipper. So it's like a, a uh, penguin costume uh, almost. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but now, but now Cockrell's changed his form to look like Watcher. True. So now we got two Watchers in the room, which if you're going to fight a shapeshifter, those shenanigans are just, that's just bound to happen, right? That's just kind of what's going to happen. Right. In it's going to be like one of those, like, which one's the real watcher kind of situation. Oh, yeah. And then one watcher's going to be real dick. And then be like, oh, that's the real one. <laughs> you would have Watcher, control. do you remember all that we've been through? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Stabs the other one. <laughs> if you were to control F this document and just type in the word cock, how many times would that word come <laughs> up throughout this? <laughs> <laughs> Jagger strutted forward, drawing his own sword, and Sarah followed suit. Oh, that's unfair odds, isn't it? (laughs) Four against one. I hardly think that's fair. (laughs) What is with these circular sentences in this paragraph? The humans were armed and ready to kill. They had mad looks in their eyes that said they were ready to kill. And then this. Oh, that's unfair odds, isn't it? I hardly think that's fair. (laughs) Cockrell slightly opened his mouth, revealing a shining row of teeth. Joe started to walk forward, ready to drive the sword to the shapeshifter's torso, but Watcher held him back. No, Joe, this is my fight. Cockrell nodded dumbly. (laughs) (laughs) Then dashed forward, slashing his rapier. Watcher nodded as well. Then both forms clashed. How does one nod dumbly? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like a full neck like rotation just for <laughs> We all did it. You can't you can't yeah, you can't we see all, we that. All try to reenact our own version. 
<laughs> for a second there, we were moshing just for for two yeah. seconds. We can post on Instagram just a, a gif of all of us nodding <laughs> dumbly. <laughs> Everything happened quickly, with Cockrell in the form of Watcher and Watcher in the form of himself, and both tumbling in a furry of clashing swords. It was hard to keep track of who was who. Joe tried to keep his tabs, but it felt like playing the game with the ball under the cup that people always rigged. Then, Sarah spotted a differentiation. Hey, Joe. Psst. Joe turned, upset about losing his place again. What? I know which one is Watcher. The real one, that is. Joe almost smiled. How? It's Cockrell. He has a scar on his left eye, a large red line. You can't miss it. One of the Watchers called out. That's right. I gave it to him years ago. You gave it to me? Guys, don't believe him. I'm the real Watcher. You gave it to me, guys. Don't believe him. I'm the real Watcher. <laughs> <laughs> so predictable. Just even even your impersonation, uh, like even, even the second Watcher, just, I was like, that's the fake Watcher just by how you read it, I think. <laughs> you, I figured it out. He has the thing you can't miss. <laughs> <laughs> well, good detective work, Sarah. Um, the flurry stopped as both figures rose. Whichever was Cockrell had covered his scar with Watcher's helmet. <laughs> so now they looked identical. Crap. Wait, wait. Watcher's been wearing a helmet this whole time. It's the one with the helmet. <laughs> hey, Let guys, me. take off your helmet real quick. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to. <laughs> it's also a one-on-one -on -one fight, so it doesn't even matter who's who. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's coming up. Okay. You think? Do you think this is where Watcher bites it? <laughs> I hope. So. I hope so. I'm almost positive you stole this from a Goosebumps book. I think this exact <laughs> scenario played out in one of those. Joe, stab Cockerel now," said one. Joe, don't stab me. I'm the real watcher. Stab him. Don't believe him, Joe. Sweat poured down his brow. There was no time to interrogate them or tell them to take off their helmets. He saw it in the distance, the eternal fire. The flame from the core of the world blew toward the castle like a bulldozer, ready to destroy any trace of ice in its way. All snow was melted. Light poured in like a giant moving wall. Joe swore, then swung. <laughs> I wonder what the swear word was. Uh, try not to cuss on the podcast anymore. So. Gotta keep it clean for Irene. <laughs> One watcher doppelganger fell to his knees, letting out a wail of pain. The other strode forward. Wrong choice. Cockrell resumed his shapeshifter form, which was an old man with silver skin and swirling patterns of colors adorning it. He had golden earrings on his pointed ears. Joe smiled. No, I made the right choice. The smile ran away from Cockrell's face. What do you mean, human? You stabbed him. Clearly, he will die. Not quite. What do you mean? Then it happened. The sword that Joe wielded, the one that he had enchanted with the ability to give the immunity against fire and water to whomever it touched, quivered as the fire overhead attacked. When the hell did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are we reading? 
the magical sword. You know, the one he has. <laughs> the one that makes you immune to water and fire if you're stabbed by it. Did they not just like, like, hey, we're immune to fire and like a does fire that, day's coming up? Does that everyone line immune? up? We're going to stab each other. Does that mean you're immune to drowning or does it just mean you're immune to water damage? Water damage. <laughs> like a fire hose being yeah. sprayed on you? You're good. You can still drown though, I think. The plan had played out perfectly, accompanied by watchers acting. Now, everyone in the group would neither be hurt by the eternal fire or the tons of water about to splash down as the ice roof above them melted. Why couldn't they have just stabbed this him earlier? Oh, yeah, so, okay, so they did. So everyone did take turns getting stabbed for the immunity, and except then they for did, Watcher. except for Watcher, he's he's anti-vax, I guess. <laughs> you don't even you don't even need to be stabbed, right? The sword just needs to touch you. Right. The stabbing was entirely unnecessary. But it was it was a uh, Watcher, so you know Joe probably wouldn't stab him. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Does that mean the wound wasn't real? Like. It didn't actually slash him. Just put it between his arm, oh, yeah. his arm and Maybe. his chest. You planned this. Cockrell barely said the words, so it looked like he mouthed them. At that second, all heck broke loose in the world as four tons of liquefied ice came to the ground to meet its maker. That's not a whole ton of ice for like an ice castle. Four ton, yeah, no, but they might that's be like on a two, higher that's level. That's like two minivans. They might be sure. at a higher floor. Okay. I just want to read that sentence again. Just by itself mm -hmm. at that second all heck broke loose in the world as four tons of liquefied ice came to the ground to meet its maker I mean its maker that's pretty good because he made the ice castle right <clears throat> you don't say that about inanimate objects <laughs> you're meeting your maker like well, whoever refers to water as liquefied ice <laughs> <a whole> <laughs> Cockrell barely had enough time to look up, let alone scream. His body was engulfed at once. Joe sunk to his knees. In these conditions, he wouldn't be affected by the ton of water, just the force he brought. <laughs> You're immune to water, but you can still drown and get killed by the force of water. <laughs> You won't take video game water damage is all it's saying. If the water has like bacteria in it, you're good. <laughs> and that's it. Also, four tons isn't whale of pain. Um, that's death. That's, that's not yeah, a whale yeah, of pain. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're crushed. Yeah, no, it's just... I was I went to Splashdown when I was a kid. And the big bucket... <laughs> like, you know Splashdown? No, but they don't. have the same thing of magic waters and oh, for yeah, a yeah. shout out there, yeah. When I was a kid, um, I went to a birthday party once and the and I was under the bucket, wasn't paying attention to what it splashed. So it just forced me down onto a bar. I just went boing and a well to the size of like uh like a grape not a grapefruit, but like a, a lime grew on my forehead and I had to go home early. Oh, I looked like God. I looked like a uh, watcher. <laughs> I had a similar experience, but it, the the force of the water just caused my swim trunks to go down. So I was just sitting <laughs> butt ass naked, like right there in front of everybody. See, that's what I was yeah. thinking was gonna happen. The Newt story. That, that seems like a Newt thing. <laughs> that's why we're friends. <laughs> watcher, he said, but his voice was escaping him. A figure escaped from the water. One that came toward him. A nymph. Dad. Son, said the nymph with my smile. Joe stood up just about to embrace his father. Then it hit him. Although he was covered from head to toe with water, a light bulb flashed above his head. Joe swung his sword. 
disenchanting it with a couple of words in a second. The blade made contact with his chest. The creature stood for a second. See, the way the ellipses are, I thought it was... S-O-N? Give up the act, Cockrell, Joe said. He crossed his arms and waited for it. Then Cockrell resumed his true form and crumpled to the ground in a lifeless heap. Joe grabbed the body, searching for the piece before the current dragged him away from the site. He fished through the pockets quickly, feeling his feet starting to peel off the ground. He was being dragged away, and his spell had stopped working. He found the pendant just as the cold water knocked the air from his lungs and the spell gave way. He tried to float up, but the pressure was attacking him. Then a hand clasped his own and dragged him to the surface. Moments later, Joe was gazing into the eyes of Jagger. You owe me, said the forgotten. Joe held the pendant high in the air, caught in the sun, reflecting for all to see. Watcher, Jagger, and Sarah looked at it with smiles. I got it. I got the third piece. And as the three looked in body, Will looked in spirit and smiled. That's my Joe, he would say. <laughs> that's my Joe, he would say. <laughs> the snake sales! That, that's full stop the best chapter in it yet, right there. You say that after. That's my Joe. <laughs> Is Will a force ghost, or is he like in, is he like like in heaven looking down? Or? <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> he would say implies like Joe is imagining it in my mind. Joe, they all looked in body, but Will looked in spirit. You think spirit? You think Joe. spirit Will now that he's like moved on to the other worlds, like just constantly trying to kiss Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it just constantly floats like right in front of his face. Oh wow! I have a hard time visualizing what this melting ice palace was doing. Yeah, yeah. I don't even. I can't even comprehend swirling water. I mean, I got like the gist of it, but I don't think logistically it made a lot of sense. Sense. I'm just sad that we won't be reading the word cockerel over and over again <laughs> from here on out. Probably, unless he comes back, like Will. I don't know <laughs> if he looks at them in spirit. And says, ah, you planned this. <laughs> and Cockerel and Will are like, you know, talking like in the afterlife. It's like, well, I guess we're all watching this adventure now. <laughs> so this chapter features yet another random, uh, untelegraphed time skip, where they concocted a plan to defeat uh, Cockerel. Concockerel the plan uh, um, yeah. to beat Cockerel. And Watcher taught Joe the words to disenchant the sword as well. So he had to disenchant it for it to work. So apparently... Just when do you generally think he got the sword? I think Watcher just had them. Or Jagger. Jagger is like, come back to my place. I got these magical enchanted swords. (laughs) You don't remember at all. (laughs) I don't remember when they got swords. I know that Joe had one for the fight with the ape. Yeah, and they had one. They were fighting the scarecrow, so they had it for a while. I almost feel like there's a lost chapter out there. So I know, right? There is, um, there is a chapter. I have two chapter twenty twos. So, the, um, there's like actually thirty three <laughs> or thirty four chapters, but we're just gonna one of them is super short. So we're just gonna read them as one since they're both chapter twenty two. <laughs> later, 
Um, but did you mean to cut it? Like, how did how did that happen? I think I just lost track of the counting. Oh. <laughs> Twenty two. Twenty two. <laughs> Been there, done that. <laughs> so yeah, what do we think of the third boss fight? Kind of underwhelming, TVH. Yeah. <laughs> It felt like you kind of uh, cheated out with that random enchantment that just happened to work perfectly for this situation. It was a deus ex machina, for sure. I kind of feel like all the boss fights have played out this way, though, so I'm not Yeah, yeah, so is there one that, that they yeah. legitimately killed? So the ape Roan killed, right? Yeah. Or, like, I, I think, think that's right. Joe convinced the ape to, like, grab onto a bad vine or something, and then it fell... Well, and the scarecrow was killed by some kind of crazy fire thing, right? Yeah, like firestorm that, killed scarecrow. Fire, that kind of came out of nowhere too. So, so so far, uh, and this time, I mean, it was just the burning day actually that killed cockerel. Yeah, which apparently he would have drowned anyway. Like he was just in his castle. Like, I guess you well, could maybe turn that's into why a they're fish, penguins, right? They're penguins, so that they can just yeah, swim yeah, yeah, away. yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> I just don't understand how a castle can be three hundred years old. And there'd be an annual burning day. <laughs> Every year, they just do it again. Oh, Get back to it. Uh, so, do you think the Titans come up in the next chapter? Or was that just kind of like one of those, like, <laughs> I, need to make this, I need to make this sound even worse than just everything melting. Let's add some Titans. Having read the end of the story, I know that there are some things that I thought were throwaway lines and end up being really important. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know what the middle, like, the second mm-hmm. act is holds so but i do have much more faith in myself you keep saying that (laughs) (laughs) this gets really good guys (laughs) it gets better (laughs) i promise um yeah so now jagger jagger doesn't seem to have a personality of his own really at all he's my favorite character i don't know what you're talking (laughs) about jagger smith i like that all the gaelites have just these really like, it's Carius Morgan. And that's like his Gale name. Morgan. But then you have people like, I'm the cockerel. <laughs> Smith. Smith. <laughs> I just keep like thinking of the Rolling Stones lead singer. Jagger. Mick Jagger. Jagger mm. And then also this penguin. And they've kind of become <laughs> one in my head. So. <laughs> the sexiest penguin. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, um... So, uh, do we remember what the next boss well, fight? Actually, I do have one other quick thing. Yeah, yeah. You said shapeshifters can read minds, right? So, why didn't Cockerel just read Joe's mind that this plan was hatching? Maybe that was part of the plan was don't think about it. Oh, smart. Just do it. Just do it. Think about Instinct. purple elephants or something. That fits with Joe. Yeah. Don't think about it. Just do it. <laughs> just yeah. do Kevin, it. are you looking through? Um, Try for... So, my friend, uh, my friend Nick, um, other Nick. He said that he really wants to be on the podcast. I, I, I don't. Unfortunately, I don't know if it'll work. Too many have, Nick five people already. Sorry. But Nick. He said what he wants to do is he wants to read the entire book and just be. You know, there's like Tolkien experts. He wants to just come in, never laugh, and just be a super self serious like lore expert <laughs> that we can call and uh, ask like, "Hey, what do you what do you think about this?" It's like, oh well, technically uh, the Gaelites are like, and just <laughs> that would be, be so a super self serious. Pro- professorial type character i was like we're not really like a bit podcast so as fun be, as that would be fit that in but he has to be nick too at this point maybe maybe <laughs> i'll, I'll, yeah. maybe I'll have him read the whole book and then he'll just be like a phone a friend like we'll call him and ask what, clarifying what does this questions mean? 
yeah, yeah. What is what does this phrase mean? And he just gives a super self serious answer about it. And uh, up next is King Hut. Yeah, King Hut. I'm assuming that's a mummy. Just fair assumption, we think. But like Jabba. Oh yeah. And then after that, we got Fire Lord, Ghost King, Kraken, the Sphinx, Last Draco, Genghis. Ooh, what are the odds the Sphinx is like a riddle battle? Low. Dude, I cannot wait. <laughs> I don't think you could write riddles. <laughs> I could steal riddles. That's true. <laughs> I don't think anyone can write riddles. They just kind of show up. Yeah, I can't imagine Ooh, writing mystery. one. Do people ever solve riddles, or are they just like, I think they're just like head scratch. Like, because I don't know anybody that like has actually organically come to the conclusion of like, you know, like a one sentence kind of riddle. Just like, in the, I am. In the games I've played, it's like a multiple choice. And then that's yeah. the scenario I have solved. Yeah, them, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> All right, so um, I don't think we come back to. So the way that I've kind of structured the uh, the next few recording sessions is we're kind of like there. Most of these boss fights are broken up with interludes of other characters. So we have two interludes now. Um, one of them was oh, like yeah. a page and a half. We got to go back to Bill. And then, huh? then, then <laughs> we're going back to you Bill. You can skip that episode. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. It, it's important. It is important, actually, um, for the end. Uh, it's its own, a new plot thread that's opening. This is the B story. I've kind of forgotten all about Bill, and I feel like I'm still I think this digging is like it. The D so. story. Yeah. <laughs> when you said Bill, I, I really didn't know who you're talking about for a while. I had to read ahead a little bit to remember yeah. who that was. Bill's a, the author, right? Yeah, he's the author. I think he's like a teacher too, or something. Like, he's in New York City. He's an author uh, who wrote Rupture, and we'll get into this at the beginning of next episode because that's a Bill Tell episode. Interesting that you have King Hut and the Sphinx. And in theory, they're going to be several chapters apart based off of how they're listed. Hmm. We'll find out. <laughs> All right. So thank you for listening, folks. Um, please send us. Uh, I guess I say some of this in like the outro that's recorded too. But send us money. Um, Follow us on Spotify. Uh, PayPal. <laughs> Venmo. Send These us fan cabs art. Can't keep us going We're forever. Poor. Stay buried podcast at gmail.com is where you're going to send all your hate mail and your fan art and your money. Um, How do you send money to an email just address? Send an attachment. Just take a picture of it. <laughs> just wire it to us. We'll give you the number. and uh, <laughs> Email me yeah. about bank information. I'll send you credit card and bank info. And, um, we'll right? Is that how it works? We'll make it work. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, I'm trying to think of like a quote from the chapter I can end this on. Um, Watcher watched the school <laughs> winter woes. That's my Joe. <laughs> That's, That's my, my Joe. As he read the last line of the chapter, <laughs> Elijah looked on in spirit and smiled. That's my newt, he would say. <laughs> Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we, we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. You gave it to me. Guys, don't believe it. That's... <laughs> Sick. <laughs>
guys, guys I'm the don't. Real watcher. Yeah, I'm the real watcher. For some reason, I, I totally want to say that. You guys, you gave it to me. Guys, don't believe him. I'm the real watcher. Then we'll do it right. <laughs>